You're listening to the Jerry and Jacoby podcast, Success Without Sacrifice, a podcast by two entrepreneurs at different stages of life, sharing real life experiences, managing a successful business and family life. It's honest talk about lessons learned, balancing family, faith, business, and personal growth on the journey of making our dreams a reality. Now, here are your hosts, Jerry and Jacoby. Hey, everyone, I want to welcome you to the Jerry and Jacoby podcast, Success Without Sacrifice. I'm Jacoby with my good friend and co-host, Jerry. And every episode, we'll be bringing you honest conversations about what really matters and how to create success without sacrificing the things you love the most. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about mentors. You know, how do you find a mentor, what they've done for us, and uh, how a mentor can take you to the next level, right? Because proximity is power. And in order for you to get where you want to go quickly, you need to be able to find a mentor, somebody that can help you, somebody that's done it before, and basically walk in their footsteps to get the success that you're actually looking for. When I wasn't in this world of like, you know, development and growth and having coaches and understanding the value of coaches, this was something that was so foreign to me, like this idea of needing a coach. And it doesn't make sense that I had such a disconnect because like when I played sports, um, you know, that's the, the analogy that I'm going to live with. You know, I, I, you know, we always had coaches. Right. And so why wouldn't it go that when I want to, you know, do something in life that I need a coach when I wasn't hitting the ball right. Uh, when I wasn't doing my job on the field, I had a coach there to check me. So when when it came to life, like I felt this huge responsibility to that I had to figure it out. Like I thought everyone was out there figuring it out on their own. And uh, that is so far from the truth. But I think that's the lie. Like my, you know, you know, my demographic, like the economic status that I grew up in, you know, we were poor on welfare, you know, always needing assistance. You know, the folks never owned a home. They were check to check like that. I think, you know, that's the lie that was being told in my world. And when I, what really, where it really came to a head for me was it was desperation. I was selling real estate. I was selling you know, 24, 25 houses a year. And I literally said, I have no idea how I could sell one more home because I was so busy. I was so, you know, frantic. I actually built myself up to like, I did 46 deals one year, all by myself, no assistant, no transaction coordinator. And I was just working seven days a week and it became desperation for I need somebody to help me. I need somebody that can take me in this space and move me to the next level. I think that's how that's how it is. It's same the same. My story is kind of exactly the same way. It's like you always have you always have coaches for sports and that sort of thing. And we kind of idolize sports, so it just kind of makes sense. But when it comes to your life, you should have your life figured out, and you shouldn't need a coach. Like those are the things you should just have figured out, and then you should just progressively get better and better. But as I look back, every everywhere I worked before, you know, I was in the Air Force. My first job basically was in the Air Force. And so when I was there, they had it set up where you had a mentor. You always had someone, a supervisor or someone that was older than you that was basically speaking into you, letting you know 
what the next steps needed to be for your career. And a lot of times, you know, we, we look to those folks and a lot of times naturally it comes as your parents too, you know? And so, but sometimes your family, you know, to get to where you want to go, they sometimes don't have all the answers to what you want to do or, or where you want to go. So, you know, family is usually the, the standard that we usually default to. And not that it's not bad to listen to your family, but if you really, if you haven't had that in your family, in your life, in your generation or whatever, it's hard to break out of that cycle. And that's why they say, you know, a lot of folks say, if you're, we come from like the ghetto or wherever you come from, you're destined to stay there as well, because, you know, you don't have anyone to look up to. You've got to look for someone outside of where you are that's been somewhere or something like that, you know? And so the the journey really started for me whenever I got out of the military, you know, I got out of the military was doing these transition assistance classes, tap classes is what we call them. And somebody talked about your financial IQ and that sparked in me this uh, idea of like, what is out there? What is next? And so I found real estate investing and I actually went to one of those seminars. It was like flip houses with no money down, you know, without any money or anything like that. I went to the one day at a, a hotel and oh, then at the hotel, here we go. Yeah. At the hotel, they, <laughs> they upsell you to the two day weekend seminar. So I bought into that me and a buddy of mine. So I how much was the two day? The hotel was know. free. The hotel was free. I don't remember what the two day was. Two days like probably 250 bucks. Or yeah. 250 yeah. bucks or 500 bucks. But it was all value, right? They were all growth mindset. It was great information at the one-day event. It was great information at the two-day event. And then at the two-day event, that's where they get you. They only have a few slots for their special (laughs) program. And that program was $30,000. I had never spent that much money in my entire life on one transaction. So I had to, I, I qualified for the program and then I'm like, I don't you have qualified. this money. Yeah. yeah I qualified <laughs> you can get the, the credit card. <laughs> exactly. So I qualified for the program and I'm like, man, if I can make this program work, I'm going to be rich. And, um, you know, it's like, I don't have this money. They're like, oh, we'll help you get the money. And they're like, we want you to go apply for all of these credit cards. And then we want you to do a cash advance and pay. And so, you know, I scrounged up the 30K. And then uh, I got into the program. But to be honest, that program was one of the best programs I ever was in. It started my real estate career off in the way it needed to be started. Luckily for me, they were a legitimate company, you know, luckily for me, it wasn't a scam. But, you know, and it was about real estate investing. Everybody, when I, I remember when I told Andrea, I called her and told her what this program cost. We started talking to people and people were, they were like, you know, you can't, you can't flip houses right now. They're like, that's not happening. You, where are you going to find these deals at? And that's what the program was for. And so I believed in the program and that foundation has actually helped me all the way through my real estate career. But the point is, it's like, that would have never happened if I was, if I didn't find the right mentor, I wasn't seeking the right mentor exactly like the way I should have been, but it all worked out for me. You know, the Lord was looking out for me. Luckily that one worked out. And so, uh, and I've also had a lot of great relationships through that program as well. So you've got to find a mentor who's been there before and walk you through it is my point with that story. Well, what's that, what's that saying? Uh, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will present itself. 
Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them, right? Yeah. yeah. When the student's ready, the teacher will appear and then ask and ask and you shall receive, yeah. knock and the door will be opened, you know? Yeah. And as long as you stay on that path, you know, continually, continually and don't give up, you know, it's it's eventually going to it's eventually going to work out for you. Now, here's something that my brother and I were talking. We were talking about this the other day like because we were just talking about uh, I like having conversations with him because like our perception of how we grew up is different. Right. He He's seen it through his lens. I'm seeing it through mine. And but a lot of it's similar. And we were talking about he's big on. Tony Robbins right now, he's do he's doing the, his breakthrough program and doing his, uh, he does his priming every morning and it's been super influential for my brother and cause he's eight months out from his wife passing away yeah. and to watch the growth from my brother over the last eight months has been a, I mean, just it, man, it's all inspiring, but we were talking about Tony Robbins and before we got involved, like in any kind of coaching, or, you know, really before I got involved, like even all the way up to like 2015, 16, here, you ready? I didn't know who Tony Robbins was. <laughs> like when in our world where we, you know, where, you know, like everybody's in coaching and people have, you know, mentors and coaches are there coaching. Everyone knows of them. Right. But even this day, there's, I have this whole world that I'm a part of that doesn't really know who Tony Robbins is at all. Uh, the only thing, my only reference to Tony Robbins was the movie Shallow Hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I literally was I it. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so he plays himself in the movie. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. He hypnotizes Jack Black and it's, yeah. But anyway, so that was my only reference to him. So it's, it's that education and how you, you brought up and, you know, do you need mentors? And, you know, it was this idea of you always had to hide your weaknesses. Like you were always, you know, I always was trying to cover up or hide my weaknesses or make my strengths, you know, put my strengths out there so people wouldn't see my weaknesses. And I think it just, it was just the way we were brought up. And I'm going to tell you, I like this route much, much better. So. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so, what are the what are the ways that you can find a mentor, right? So, there are a lot of different ways that you can find a mentor. You can find a mentor just wherever you work. But uh, a lot of times, the best way to find a mentor, a lot of times we say coach as well, is you end up having to pay them. You pay them for their time. They have a business, and uh, really, the really what it comes down to is you see that person being able to help you get to the place where you want to go. You know, you're in a current state right now and you want to get to the place where you want to go. And one of the things that always comes up in all of the programs I'm in is that and even we're in, which you're going to be able to attest to this as well, is that every time you find a mentor, especially folks that have these mentor programs, there's going to be a price involved. And whenever that price comes up, there's always a sticker shock, no matter what. And so just know that you are about to get sold on you know, you're either, you're always being sold to, you're about to get sold on the fact that you need this coaching. And it's really a good concept to think about is, you know, well, I, and what always comes up is I don't have the money in order to pay for this coaching, or I don't have the cash in order to do that. Right. I just told that in, in my story. And the thing is, is if you were already at the point you needed to be where the coach was going to take you, of course, you would already have the money. And then of course the coaching wouldn't even be needed at that point, you know? So it's 
it's just a flawed thinking that I've had in the past of, man, I need, I don't have the money. Once I get the money, then I'm going to start the coaching. Well, it all takes you all, you got to have a leap of faith and you got to have some faith and trust also in yourself. You got to trust the program and you got to trust yourself that you're going to follow through with the program. Yeah. So I was talking about being desperate and how I found what I would call my first mentor in this whole new stage of life. I mean, I had, and, and I want to go back and talk about this a little bit. I had mentors growing up, you know, then people that were in my life that I didn't pay for. But when I started understanding the idea that I needed a mentor in my profession, it came as a referral. And so for me, it was somebody that I trusted, knew this person and trusted them. And they gave kind of their stamp of approval. And and I think this has served me well most times. It's bit me, it's bit me a couple of times. But when I decide that I'm gonna follow or listen to somebody, I'm all in. Like you don't have to, you don't have to build the trust up. Like you, our personalities are a little bit different in that. And I that's why I like bouncing ideas off of you with with people, is because. I trust much quicker than you trust. Um, and that's not, that's not necessarily that. I think both, I, both ways are, are good. It's not one's better than the other, but when I'm all in, I'm all in and I'm all in quickly, sometimes too quickly. But for me, it was the, I did the free online webinar model. And so it was a three hour webinar on uh, double your listings and uh, I didn't have any listings, and so I needed to more than double them. But I figured that was a good way to start. It can be kind of scary. Yeah. Double your listings. Okay, how many am I gonna double? Zero. Well, yeah, doubling yeah. zero is zero. Exactly. <laughs> so I sat through this three-hour webinar and was exposed to some concepts that that like my broker never gave me. You know that you know I'm out there trying to sell real estate on my own. I didn't know like certain things. I'd been in real estate a couple years. Had never, nobody ever told me about scripts or, you know, how to prospect different ways. And so, so many new concepts. So I'm like, I am all in because it was a system that I could follow and I knew it would work. But so at the end of that free webinar, he uh, was selling a $297 course that went along with the listings. And I was like, Man, I don't. I, like, I literally had no money. Like, like there was not three hundred dollars in my checking account, and I had a. Uh, and this is coming off of you know I had filed the bankruptcy and everything, so we were kind of reestablishing. I had one credit card that was a Capital One card that had three hundred dollars on it. How much was the class? Two ninety seven. So dink. I signed it up. I signed up for it and. And I, I remember being super stressed about that $300, about spending that on something like that. Like it just, it really didn't compute with me, but I knew I needed something. So did the $300, went through that program. That gave me two tickets to go out to LA to a three-day live event. And this is a whole new world to me. Like I know anybody who's like in the coaching knows this is the exact model, but this was new to me. And so I, oh no, it wasn't actually LA, it was DC. Uh, it was the only time he'd ever been to DC and so you know, he came to Virginia, you know, the Virginia area. And uh, so I went to that two or two or three day event 
and then signed up for his mastermind, which was eight grand. Like I had no concept I would ever sign up for an $8,000 coaching program. And along the way, I didn't have the money for any of that. Like it was, it was a super, you know, stretch. I remember going out in the hallway and calling Holly and telling her I'm signing up for an $8,000 course. And she's what I need groceries. Like, you know, like, I mean, that probably wasn't the exact conversation, but that was the conversation that was in my head. And, um, one of the, you know, best steps that I took was going into that coaching program at that point in my real estate career. It, it, it changed, it altered the entire course of what real estate looks like for me and for my family. It's really good because whenever you go into those programs, you just get brought a new perspective, right? Mm -hmm. New perspective. And it just opens up so much more to your mind that is possible. Mm -hmm. And then getting around the people in the communities that, that are in these programs, it just uh, explodes you. So the, the one thing you always know is that you need to be in an environment that's going to, that's going to make you better, right? With that, in the book, willpower doesn't work. Talks about that quite a bit. It's right that your environment is what is going to shape you. You can still have, you know, conviction, and you can still, you know, want to do certain things. But if you don't set the environment up, eventually your willpower fades, and you you just you can't overcome your environment. That's that's the main thing. And so, you got to get around people who are at an, playing at an elevated level. And then when they are, you start to come up, you know, you start to come up in the room as well. You never want to be the smartest person in the room. Right. And so I think that's really, really good. The one thing I was going to say, too, is like these programs or if you're in a program, you're probably going to end up spending a lot of money. One concept that I that that I had not thought about before is just investing in yourself. Right. I've I've made so many decisions and tried so many programs some of them worked and some of them didn't but the concept here is investing in yourself grant cardone says it all the time and now what i look at is is if i'm going to waste some money at least i'm going to waste some money on myself where i can get a return back from investing in myself there's no you have an infinite return when you spend money on yourself before i was just spending money on things and and whatever else but now i look back and a lot of times courses or or coaching programs or whatever else that I thought was not serving me, actually, all of that stuff compounds on itself. You know, you're just stacking information, stacking, you know, different skills, and you don't know when those skills are going to come up later on in your life. You know, I look at all the stuff I've done for marketing and video and all that stuff. And now that, you know, starting to, to find some partners to partner up with. All of those things that I did in the past are really starting to help out and come to fruition now, you know, and so you just always want to invest in yourself. And if you're going to waste some money, waste it on yourself. Don't waste it on a car or whatever, or whatever else you're going to do. You know, you can do that after, you know, your work is done. The other really tangible item that comes from like, you know, cause we're kind of talking about coaching, not necessarily just mentor, you know, paid coaching, but in that world, it brings you a lot of relationships too. And so you're around like-minded people. I mean, this, this podcast and our friendship is birthed out of, out of that. We were both in, uh, you know, a, the same coaching program. Uh, I think about the list of people I know around the country that I know because I've been to coaching events or I'm hanging out in those circles and in that world. And 
and you're around people that are like blowing their business up they're you know you're you know i think about the people i've seen you know i've watched you know lose weight get married build families build their businesses you know double triple quadruple their business go from you know think about like where kind of this whole journey started was we've had him on the podcast before mike fritz to you watch him is just incredible the first time i met him he did a middle school church camp for me. He was the speaker. I paid him $300 and he drove, he got in a car that when he pulled in the parking lot, he had to crawl over the center council and get out the passenger door because his driver's side door was broke from an accident. Like, and to see him doing like, you know, posting on Facebook, Hey, we just picked up this 72 unit apartment. We picked up this 80 unit apartment. Hey, we have this deal going like this, just to, to watch. It's been so encouraging to watch so many people, you know, move in their journey. And all those relationships came from putting myself around various mentors. So the uh, question I got is, is how do you, how do you pick your mentor? How do you pick your coaches? How do you go about doing that? So that has changed over time. And we've talked about this part of my personality and that historically I've let life come to me. Uh, like I react to life. And so that kind of shows itself a little bit in this world in that, you know, Mike Fritz actually introduced me to Kevin Ward. And that's kind of where my coaching mentorship life started. And then you actually have been real influential in my last two coaches, Lars, and the new one we're going with, where you've made that step first. Um, you also were huge. You were really in. Wow, you, man, look at you stepping up for Jerry. You were influential in getting me into real in, into investing by inviting me to that Kent Clothier event. So uh, apparently, I just follow you. <laughs> so just follow Jacoby and yeah. Uh, but that works because you and I, you know, we've talked about uh, we're kindred spirits, our businesses are, you know, we're, you know, we're 20 years apart in life, but we have, you know, our value, you know, our core values are real similar. Our family, you know, what, how we want to be at home with Christ, you know, so there's, there's a lot of similarities. But so back to the question of how do you pick it? I look for... Uh, now it's gotten to the point I look for a need in that, like, what is the next step I need to take? And I need to transition that quickly. You know, I think um, in the past, I haven't transitioned quick enough. Like, I know I need to get to the next step, but I'm trying to hold on to some past feelings of the of the program or of the relationships I have or being loyal to the relationship. And so now it has more to do with, where do I need to be? What's the next step? And who can get me there the quickest? Yeah, it's really good. I think the same thing. Yeah, just finding out things. Have, it's kind of changed for me a little bit over the over time, because in the beginning, when you first get in, it's like, man, I just want to find someone who can help me get to the next level. Right. I just want to help some. I always want to find someone who can help me sell more houses and do that as quickly as possible. And then you see the program, you do it and then you fall into that. But now it's starting to get to a point where you've got to take it a little bit deeper. You know, I think you have to look at I didn't I never looked really at like values and and uh, what someone truly believes before I got into their program. Right. Because it was all so new. 
And you can still learn from folks in that way. So, and when I say like values and that sort of thing, I'm not, because most of the folks that I listen to, we all have similar thoughts about things, you know, family and, and work ethic and all that. But there comes down to those little details that, you know, truly, truly matter. You know, how much time is this person actually spending on their business versus with their family? Do they have kids or, you know, where is, where is that? And how, you know, how has that looked in the past? And those are sometimes things you don't really think about, but, um, and then as you get deeper, I think that kind of, kind of is going to be a telltale sign of how long that relationship is going to last. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, now I got my business results. Now I got that. Well, what's next, you know? And so it all depends on, you know, kind of what outcome you're looking for, you know what I mean? And so I think that's kind of another evaluation, another evolution kind of where I'm at at the moment is, okay, I know this person can help me business wise, but uh, what does that look like integrated wholly into their entire, you know, their entire life? What are they, who are they coaching with? Do they have coaches as well? Do they have mentors? Who are their mentors and what do they look like? Because your, your mentors, mentors are going to have an effect on you, you know, down the line. And sometimes you can't, you know, you can't tell what all that's going to look like, but you should at least take it into consideration, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, joining up with someone. Well, when I joined Kevin Ward's program, uh, I could have probably been, gotten tons of value out of, you know, I can rattle off like eight coaches right now that if I had joined their program would have been good for me as far as from the business standpoint, but lining up value wise, cause I really got every coach that I've had and that I've paid for. And some people struggle with this, like, well, yeah, you're paying them. But every coach that I've had that I've paid for, I felt outside of the money. Cause once I'm in their program, you don't really, I don't think about the money. I truly feel like they cared about me money aside. Now it took money to be there. Right. And, and that makes a lot more sense to me now than it did then. Like I, that was a, that was, you know, I had to wrestle with that money component of the relationship, Uh, but I got there. And so now I just truly feel, and I, I gravitate towards coaches that I feel care about me. That's important to me and care about, what I'm doing. And that goes to speak where like we line up value wise. And this is probably why I'm, I, uh, I've had some success riding your coattails of some coaches is that you do a lot more of that legwork. That's important. That stuff that you talked about is important. Like who are their coaches and you know, what's their, you know, who are their relationships and like all that, like you, you, you lean into that a lot more than I do. And so when I pick your coach, I feel safe. <laughs> you, you did my research for me. So, um, That's the way to do it. I do yeah. the same thing, man. So yeah. I, I look at, uh, I look at who's doing really good around, you know, in, in our industry. And then I say, Oh, who is this person associating themselves with? That's why I love social media so much. You know, everybody talks about social media and how you should get off social media. <laughs> but if you have a good grasp of it and you understand like social media is a tool, I love, I love it because I think social media tells you so much about every person, you know, anybody that you're involved with. So, you know, I go on, I see who they're associated with. I see what events they're going to and who are the, who are the cast of characters that are at all of the same events and how many people, where do I see the common faces and all that. And so 
I just can, I like putting that information together and then seeing what it is and then popping out to see, you know, where the connections are. It's really interesting because sometimes when you look around, there's a few people that have uh, connections uh, and you see it and you're like, man, that, that person is the, that person is the um, common common theme i guess is what i would say in in everything that i'm looking at and then when you look at it it's like oh well maybe i need to talk to this person and investigate this a little bit more but i think that was a good point that you brought up you know kevin ward is is the great example of that i think which is really what gravitated me towards him you know he was in another coaching program and he was uh really successful with it but but he uh he was really turned off by the program because I think he told the the coaching program, he said, I want to help agents uh, have a life as well. And that coaching program told him, you know, that's not your job. Your job isn't to help agents have a life and, and figure out what they're doing with that. Your job is to help them have a great business. And he has a full conviction that his job is to help agents have a life. And that is that's the thing that really resonated with me with him which really caused, which really uh, attracted me to him, you know, because we all get in this business for a reason, especially real estate. And that's to have a life, have freedom. And then you get in here and uh, it sucks the life out of you. Right. And so uh, having those common, you know, like you said, having someone that actually cares about you, you know, that's, that's something that we have internally that's just inside of us. Not everybody has that desire, but for us and the people that we are associated with that is our desire, you know? So I think it's really good. I think one thing that I've picked up over the last couple of years too, to, to shift a little bit is that, you know, you're talking, you want to align with your mentors, but there's, there's times where you have to understand that you don't align with people whole, you know, completely, but what can I get? What can I take from it to help push me forward? What was the, don't you, you have a saying of, something about the like take the fish but throw away the bones or something like what is that eat the meat and spit out the bones yeah 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 that actually comes from that actually comes from my pastor man my pastor says that he's uh always talking about somebody like reading the scripture or then somebody reads a book and somebody will be like well that book is not biblical at all and he's like all right man well every concept comes from the bible he's like eat the meat and spit out the bones yeah (laughs) it's good yeah and so you have to you know, but a big part of that is you growing and you and, you know, when you get, when I picked Kevin, I was, you know, I was just, I was really immature in, the, in, in this world and in my growth, but as I grow more, I know what I need. And so it's having clarity on what you need and want. Exactly. Knowing um, who and you then, are, you know, what, addiction. then, you know, what needs to kind of be spit out and being open enough to, to evaluate that. Because it's a constant that thing's growing. It is. And it's scary, right? You're going to open yourself up to some things where you're like, man, I don't know if I want to open myself up to this. It's almost like open up a wound or whatever. And then you go there and you're like, okay, I don't know if I agree with that or not. Does that actually align with my values? And does that align with, you know, because for us, we're always, you know, our, our, our cornerstone is, is Christ. Right. And so yeah. for us, there's, there's a lot of these different factors out there. And, and that's the thing that you're always pushing it up against because we have one person that we are aligned with that we have allegiance to. And then it's like, everybody's bringing in these concepts, but the thing that I think is good, and, and this is probably a good topic to get on is you have, you still have to know yourself, right? You still have to know yourself and who you are 
in order to get to even to get closer to to Christ. You know what I'm saying? In order to do that. So it's not bad. You know, I think we have these these uh, these opinions or, or things put on us that aren't necessarily true that we've grown up with for a long time, you know? And so just knowing that uh, whenever you do try to open yourself up to that, it, 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 it gets scary. You know, I think it gets scary. So. The other thing I wanted to touch on um, before we write, but I mean, is the people in your life that uh, were impactful, but I don't know if you call them mentors. Like I think about uh, Mr. Percy. So I was in, I was probably 13 or 14, you know, maybe 15 in Boy Scouts. And I just remember uh, my friend Jeff's dad, he was one of the scout leaders, Mr. Percy, was always looking out for me. And I didn't know it then that he was looking out for me, but you look back on life. And so there'd be times like, you know, my dad would come to event drunk and, and then it would be like, all right, you know, get in the car, time to go. And Mr. Percy had a way of doing it. Uh, of not letting me get in the car with my dad and him knowing my dad was drunk, you know, he would let my dad drive, which is, you know, I mean, the eighties were a different world when it came to drinking and driving, but he would never let me get in the car. Like he would always make something up like, Hey, we're going to stop and get ice cream. I'll drop Jerry off at home, you know, after, or, Hey, Oh, you know, Jerry wanted to come over, you know, Jerry wants to come over to the house and play wiffle ball with Jeff. Like he always protected me in a non-confrontational way. Like he didn't embarrass my dad or make, you know, embarrass me, but always like protected me. And so like there was him. And then there was like, I had a, a, a principal in middle school that kind of knew of my, um, you know, knew of my home life. Uh, and I didn't know that he knew, but kind of looking back, you know, now I know. I remember one time uh, I got in a fight in middle school right before we were to get on the bus with a kid from school. And, um, you know, as pretty, pretty angry kid, I scrapped quite a bit. And, uh, so getting a fight after school, I ended up missing the bus. The assistant principal gives me a ride home. Like that's never going to, you know, like, but never. And so, and nobody in my house, my home never got a phone call in regards to that. So, you know, there's that. Uh, and so there's a guy who always looked out for me and, and now like he, you know, that speaks volumes to me now. Um, or I had a youth pastor that really helped me decide that I could go to college, help me get into college and really, you know, whether college was the right thing for me or not, I don't, I have no idea. Like I could have done everything that I've done in life. I could have done without my degree. But the one thing that college gave me was it prevented me from being an alcoholic. Because uh, at 18, I was drinking four or five times a week already. And that got me away from it. And because he helped me get into a Christian college. And so there wasn't drinking going on a campus and partying. And he put me, he helped me get into a situation that protected me from me. And um, so, you know, you have these different people in your life that come in and out of your life. Um, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, I kind of know where these, some of these guys are, but I don't, you know, I don't have any relationship with them or talk to them, but I would look back and say, you know, they had an immense, a huge effect on me. So is, are those people mentors and are they just mentors for the short period of time that you need them? Yeah. I think those people are mentors for sure. You always have people you look up to, you know what I mean? I've had so many people that have looked out for me, especially over the past years before when I was a knucklehead and 
Yeah, uh, you look back, it's like one small thing goes one way rather than the other way, and you're in a totally different situation, you know? And so I think that is, uh, that's exactly right. The one thing I know is we don't have enough mentors out there now like we used to, though, especially men, you know? We need men who are actually standing up for something and being men and actually taking younger guys under their wing and just showing them, you know, kind of what's going on. We've got a uh, program here in my area. Uh, they meet, uh, once a month or yeah, once a month, it's actually called marketplace Midlands, a bunch of old guys. I love calling them old guys, a bunch of old guys that are just, you know, reaching out and having a program for younger guys where they can come in and talk and, uh, you know, talk to you about business family and all those things. It's, it's really, really good. So if you don't have a mentor, you need to find one. It doesn't have to be someone you pay money to, but paying somebody money is the easiest way to find a mentor to get to where you want to go. There are lots of people that you can find just in your area, in your, in your marketplace that, that would be willing to help you out. I, I bet for sure. And so that would be my, uh, you know, as we wrap this thing up, that would be my encouragement to everyone is number one, be searching for a mentor and go ask someone if they will actually be your mentor. And then if you uh, have already been somewhere, be looking down, looking for someone that you can also mentor as well. You know what I mean? So find someone who you think has has promise that you think is 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 looking to to make something of themselves and and ask them if they would like to be mentored. You know, it it works both ways. And so that would be my encouragement to folks. You got anything else before we wrap this thing up? No, that last one was the big one I had. I wanted to bring home is look to to be a mentor for somebody. Look to be and don't like along with that. Like, don't think you have to be so far down the road and that you've got it all together because it's the simplest things. Like for me, it was a a couple rides and a little bit of time, and that guy spoke into my life, and I'm talking about it 35 years later. Um, and so you don't have to be where you don't have to be where you think you need to be in order to be a mentor for somebody that's kind of just starting their path out. That's exactly right. You only got to be one step in front of the other person truly in order to uh, help somebody out or, or just helping them make, you know, making them make great decisions. My, my, my best friend who's he's, he was my best friend in college, which we're still great friends. Right. But we just don't get to talk as much as we used to. His name's Gilberto Perez. Man, this guy is always, he's always reaching out and uh, he always did big brothers, big sisters, you know, which okay. I thought was really, really awesome, which, you know, they've got programs where you can, you can do that stuff as well. But he's just one person that, uh, that I think of, he's got like, man, he's got such a big heart and uh, he's always helping out, you know, kids, he's got a scholarship program and all that stuff. And so that is truly how you help shape someone's life and change their life. You can change the trajectory of someone's family. All of my mentors have truly changed the trajectory of, of my family just by me being in contact with them. And so, all right. So we appreciate you all listening to this episode of the Jerry and Jacoby podcast, success without sacrifice. We talked a little bit about mentorship and coaching. How do you find a mentor? How do you keep a mentor? What do you look for in a mentor? And then we shared some stories about uh, our mentorship program and uh, how we started our journey down, you know, professional development and self-development and finding our coaches. And so we appreciate you all listening to the podcast here. 
We always love getting five-star ratings and reviews from you and hearing how this podcast is helping you out. And so if you have not done that already, we just ask that you would uh, give us a five-star rating and review, and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Jerry and Jacoby podcast. If you walked away with something of value, we hope you'll share it with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast so you get notification of all new episodes. 